0: and stefan
1: yes and you're listening to the ice cream parlor um the
0: podcast and we are recording now in fabulous ingle jingle california my (laughs) living room
1: yeah that's right quarantined just like everybody else we're not quarantined
0: Um, we're not sick we're in isolation
1: right 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 just to be clear yeah Um, um but it took us a little while to get up and running i know uh everybody's been kind of holding on um, you know, for Dear Life, hoping that we get something up again. and uh,
0: Really? People have been holding on to Dear Life know. for our episodes?
1: I, I would like to hope so. Okay, I fine. would like to hope so. I don't know. But yeah, um, so we're here and we're back. And, um, you know, we had to make some few changes. and Right. So we had to, to give up
0: our studio, which super sucks because yeah. we worked really hard to get that. We worked, worked really, really, really hard to make sure that We had a place where we can record or a place where I could just work because I was able to work remotely from time to time. Yeah. And it was just, everything kind of just came crashing down.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we um, had to quickly regroup. We gathered all of our um, belongings and the necessities that we needed to get this podcast up and running. And uh, I think, you know, we're going to make this work.
0: Yeah. And it'll be fine. Um, so you may on occasion hear dog snoring.
1: Yeah, like you used to like in some of the there. audio episodes, but
0: um, <laughs> And you may hear them barking and such, but they're they're around. And um, for those of you who have been around since our audio episodes, yes, this is the same apartment that the upstairs neighbors flooded.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you might hear some noises coming from because the upstairs they as are well too.
0: The devil. Those children are the devil.
1: Yeah, we like, what do we call them? The murder kids? We call kids? them the murder kids yeah.
0: because they run the entire length of the apartment at all hours and mm-hmm. it sounds like Chucky feet.
1: Yeah. So we'll do our best to clean up the audio in the episodes as best as we can. But, you know, you might hear a few extra noises. Usually I ask you how you've been, but I know (laughs) we've all sort of been in the same boat right now. So Uh, I'm healthy. That's good. Those around me are healthy. Yes.
0: Um, My kids are at home until uh, the fall, until school starts again in the fall.
1: How are you staying healthy?
0: Um, Lots and lots of, um, you know, this medicine here called vino. Uh
1: Aha, that's nice. I was just about to say, it looks like you have a new bottle over there is that something good
0: no absolutely not this is um (laughs) (laughs) this is like a i don't know four or five dollar bottle that i got at the market but in these dire times it's all about quantity not quality yeah so i got a whole bunch of five dollar bottles of wine it's gonna do something
1: (laughs) there you go just um and is that a new wine glass you got there
0: Yes, this was given to me by one of our subscribers, oh, Suzette. Nice. Thank you very, very much.
1: That's cool. Yeah, it's that's...
0: gotten me plenty drunk during our isolation.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I'm uh, doing the same with a little bit of whiskey and a little bit of beer. I'm gonna actually give a celebratory toast finally getting up and running. Do you want to toast that wine with me? Sure. Cheers. Cheers. Finally, back in business. All right. Kill all those COVID-19 germs.
0: (laughs) I got laid off because it's not an essential business, so I don't have to go anywhere other than the market. Really?
1: I thought that you guys were like making like soap dispensers or something in in the uh, cleaning industry, right?
0: Well, so um, the company was making luxury uh, washroom systems. So it's like high capacity taps and soap dispensers and stuff. Uh, with then they're beautiful they're great but at this point i don't think that there's many construction projects um on the luxury side that are going up right so, right. so they um, just
1: let like your whole team go you said
0: well yeah yeah my mm. whole team and if i felt bad because i had brought those people on board you know i anyway anyway mm,
1: yeah it'll be sorry fine. to hear that
0: yeah no i i appreciate it but well, um, no, I think I'll be fine. Uh, this job taught me that I'm fucking badass. and like amazing at my job, not to toot my own horn, but I did so much shit in a short amount of time because I had just started at that company. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel good and I'm sure I'll find something soon.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I'm in limbo myself. As you know, I work in a music store, which is, uh, not really an essential business. So, um, They've had to cut back on hours. Yeah. Um, I think they're still doing some sort of like delivery, and um, they're doing because it's a music school, so they do online. Uh, well, they do music lessons, but they're doing all those lessons virtually online now. Which right? So know. if
0: you guys want to take um, a musical instrument, uh, you guys want to learn to play an instrument during isolation. This they totally didn't pay us for this, but it's actually a pretty awesome company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santa Monica Music center yep
1: santa monica music center
0: and Um, uh they have online classes for everything from voice to percussion to
1: yeah basically anything brass woodwind voice drums all that um
0: actually my my kids were there so my son learned to play the drums and the trumpet my daughter learned the flute and the violin
1: yeah yeah cool i didn't i actually i i didn't know that they took lessons at the store Mm -hmm. that's cool nice yeah uh website is santa monica music.com Go check them out. Uh, they do have accessories and supplies as well.
0: Yeah. So I've been learning to play the bass during my isolation and I need strings. So I'm going to go and holla at them.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How's the bass coming along?
0: Uh, It's pretty good. My fingers hurt like yeah. a motherfucker.
1: Yeah. I see it's laid out on the couch over here.
0: That's my baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's your baby, huh? <laughs> Listen to this one.
0: You left uh, it on my house. It's mine. <laughs> all right. All right.
1: I guess. That's how I
0: got a wonderful pair of earrings once. Really? Yeah.
1: You just Somebody, kept somebody's some, earrings.
0: Some dude just left some <laughs> earrings dude at my left house. His yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, that's it was, weird. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of earrings, you see these beautiful ones? Yes, I do. Okay, they're similar to the ones worn by the heroine Jen in the movie we're doing today.
1: Oh, really? Nice segue. Nice segue. Cool. Uh, yep.
0: Yeah, this week we are talking about revenge from 19. Nope. Revenge from 2017.
1: 2000. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's a pretty new movie, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not anyway uh,
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get into that movie. would have been
0: good. Not this stuff that I'm... It's like water. It's like Kool-Aid.
1: Oh, the wine you're talking about. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually drinking a pretty weak beer. It's still an IPA, but they were on sale. And then, again, in this Quantity tro-
0: over quality. Yeah, quantity <laughs> over
1: quality. So... Uh, there was like a dollar a beer, technically, it worked out, too, so we got two cases.
0: <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe we should do some quality at some point. I know I have some wines from the wine subscription that I had, um, but unfortunately, they sent me six whites, and I needed six reds, mm. so I got to figure out how to drink that white.
1: I'll drink them for you. I'm You're not much sh- of a wine drinker, but...
0: Really? Because I seem to remember you drinking all my wine. Yeah,
1: because it, it takes a whole bottle just to feel a buzz, so it's not really that impactful <laughs> if you get my drift. Anyways, um, so you want to talk more about the movie? Do you want to talk a little bit? Cool. I'm just going with it. <laughs> I feel like I'm glad that we're back up and running, but I also, you know, uh, just wanted to talk for a minute and not just dive right into some, uh, f- I don't know, the movie Right away.
0: I do want to say thank you for helping me take everything down from the studio and setting everything up here because I'm kind of lost with all the technology stuff.
1: Yeah. that Well, you're welcome. And thank you for everything you've done, obviously. Um, You're usually the operation person, so (laughs) you get most of the stuff managed well and uh, keep, you know, keep things up and running. So I'm I'm, I'm glad to have you on my team. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be cool. I mean, yeah, we may not have too many guests over now. Um, you know, but... we're not having any guests. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but as oh, er, as but s-
0: by the way, Buddy, Buddy mm-hmm. Chambers from the Alien episode for y'all, um, he asked if he can Zoom or something.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say everybody right now is online doing some sort of video conferencing. So we got to figure that so... out because
0: there's a movie that I want to do with him.
1: Oh, yeah. Which one? The Thing. The Thing, right. John Carpenter's a yeah. thing.
0: Not the fog.
1: <laughs> we did the fog recently. But
0: that was an accident. Yeah.
1: Wait, we <laughs> that was our last episode that we released, wasn't oh, it? Was
0: it? I think it was. It suck.
1: Yeah, and it sucks that that was the episode right before the quarantine. I mean, oh. funny enough, if you think about it, the fog. Everybody's ruined running from the ruined fog. Ruined the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, all right. So let's talk a little bit about this movie. All
0: right. So revenge, uh, revenge is a movie from 2017 and it's very reminiscent to I Spit on Your Grave.
1: It's a, clearly a revenge movie, right? It's revenge a revenge flick. movie, yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Yeah. And so the synopsis is uh, a girl and her boyfriend go away to his remote house in the desert and hilarity ensues. <laughs>
1: hilarity, that's
0: funny. In actuality, what happens is... Shit gets real dark in the desert.
1: And have you seen this before?
0: Before we watched it for it? No, I, no. I saw it for the first time for this podcast. Um, it, I, I actually like the movie. Uh, it's definitely a movie about revenge, but also rebirth and transformation. Um, the use of color was amazing. The, the use of, like they had amazing uh, camera shots
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the sound was like wonderful.
1: Yeah. Right off the bat from watching the trailer, the colors really stand They're out. they vibrant.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a stark contrast between the vibrant colors of, you know, the clothing or the lipstick or whatever um, against the backdrop of like this just barren desert.
1: Right. So it was really good. It's a foreign flick or no?
0: I think it's French. I think it's a French film. It's actually it was directed by Coralie Fargia fargia
1: (laughs) fargia it's
0: so chick
1: okay so chicks take on a revenge flick
0: yeah and so here's the thing and i'll point this out when we get to that part of the movie but i i loved that she did this movie because there were a lot of things that would have been like oh mm, they didn't take this oh wait they did Oh, here's a. Mm, yep, they did that too. Mm-hmm. Like it was like she caught everything that would have been like a plot hole or would have been like an error or something. Gotcha. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Um, and we we'll, we can get more into it. It stars Matilda Lutz as Jen, Kevin Jansons as Richard, Vincent Columb as Stan, and Jules... some dude as dimitri
1: (laughs) all right nice nice definitely a foreign flick
0: gillam yeah gillam
1: gillam gilliam Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It probably is definitely pronounced with an accent, but um, cool. Uh, Yeah, I don't know much about this movie, but, you know, the colors looked cool. The trailer seemed okay. Definitely seems like it's got some intense moments. So I don't know if this is a trigger warning type of movie or not, but I think so. (sighs) Excuse me.
0: And with that, we will take a quick break and be right back with the movie. Yeah, we'll
1: be right back. And we are back. And we're back. Great movie. What would you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm saying great. I'm jumping way ahead here. But did you like it?
0: Yes. You have
1: thoughts. I, I like it. I like it when you have thoughts. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, yeah. Wow. That was intense, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of... Uh, a lot of blood. A lot of blood. In fact,
0: during the filming of this movie, they were running out of fake. Blood. So they had to constantly go and source more blood. Really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's a
0: very tricky problem. You have (laughs) no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so where do you want to begin? Straight up at the top?
0: Well, so the movie starts like this. Yeah, okay. There is um, a couple coming in to an isolated house in the middle of the desert. And there is an amazing shot of um, the helicopter pilot's Glasses, you know, like racist southern policemen, sheriff's glasses. Yeah. Those like, mirrored uh, Ray Bans, all no, mm-hmm. not the Ray Bans, but like.
1: Not yeah. Those not, mirrored. Like the 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 yeah the big cop racist sheriff
0: sunglasses.
1: Blue blockers, we call them in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They. Uh, Hater blockers.
0: So they block haters. Yeah. So you wore them or you didn't wear them?
1: Um, I really wasn't a big... I didn't really need to because m- my aura already blocks all the haters.
0: I spray um, myself with sucker repellent, yeah. not perfume. No,
1: I mean, um, I definitely know a bunch of people that wore some hater blockers. I never felt that they fit my face. Mine seems to be a little bit more like the sport look or whatever, I guess.
0: I can't wear those Wayfarers Ray-Bans because my face is too round. I have to wear like cat eye.
1: Cat eye, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Glasses are weird, not for everybody. Uh, anyways, really cool shot of that opening scene. Yeah. yeah. So here's
0: mm-hmm. what I found. Um, well, well, this is what I thought when it started. It very much looked like um, Lolita. Now Lolita is a book. It's an older book, um, which was later made into a movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie, I think it was in the nineties. This movie, um, the cover of the movie was a girl with sunglasses and sucking on a lollipop.
1: Lolita. Yeah, Lolita, yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: Okay, now you remember this? You're imagining remember, the box cover, right?
1: Sort of, yeah. The but, movie. Who was in the movie? Do you remember?
0: No idea, because oh. I refuse to watch it. Uh, it is a book about a girl who is taken advantage of and abused by the person that was supposed to be her caretaker. Mm-hmm. And I found that to be very significant. Shot that that still right there was Lolita, a book about this. Which of course this is. It's exactly what the movie is. It tells you right off the bat, this movie's about to get fucked up.
1: Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um,
0: so anyway, I found that interesting.
1: Yes. Uh, I've, I don't know much about the director. I don't know much about... Um, I don't know much about
0: the director either. And I did read Lolita.
1: So, but what I was going to say is I did see a few review, uh, like reviews and some tidbits that I researched real quick, where they were saying that the director is obviously female, but she's also, um, they had said that she was a new uh, upcoming director. This is one of her first films that was like a feature film. And I think she's also a fan of the genre and I guess came at it from a very artistic standpoint. And I think, that probably is one of those artistic standards. That could be one of those, yeah. yes,
0: but it very much is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Like the the, I think she got the gore just right and balanced it with some kind of comic relief that was also just right. Yeah. And then we'll the other pepper day and then we'll go over them. Yeah. But it um it, it was really well done. I enjoyed the movie, not just you know, oh, it's a feminist movie. No, it just was well done.
1: Yeah. I think that while I'm watching it or, you know, as I was watching it, I mean, um, there was a part of me that was like, okay, I'm taking this too serious because there's going to be parts in the movie where you're like, wait a minute, could that really happen? Or would she have survived or whatever, whatever. Or what's going on here, you know. Uh, but there were some cool angles. that I did like the whole tripping angle. That was really cool. You know, I'm uh, kind of a fan of hallucinogenics myself. So, you know, that was a really interesting experience she had there. It was all a dream. Um, <laughs> I used to
0: read Word Up magazine. <laughs> did you? Actually, I did. Yeah. I, I did used to read uh, Word Up and I used to read Blackbeat. Until this one girl in my middle school goes, "You're not even black. Why are you listening? Why are you reading Blackbeat?" And she didn't know that I had a crush on the brat, and the brat was on the cover, so that's why I bought Blackbeat. Wow. <laughs> True story, bro.
1: Whoa. Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> anyway, so the couple gets to the um, the couple gets to the house, and it's beautiful. It's like you know. Rich white people house. It's it's nice. It's it's finely decorated. There's an infinity pool that overlooks the entire desert.
1: Yeah, like we're... They're uh, isolated. Yeah, we're getting... They have
0: to be helicoptered in.
1: Right, exactly. So this guy definitely some rich business guy of some sort who has enough money to either rent some fancy house and a helicopter or own it outright. I think Just... it's
0: his because as we find out, he and his friends, later we are introduced to Stan and Dimitri. He and his friends... Uh, go there annually to go hunting, and what do you hunt in a desert? Coyotes?
1: I don't know. I don't know. But it's so. It's one of these. Um, I guess I've seen a few other movies like this, but not with this particular angle. Um, but it's like the, I don't know, middle-aged, husband, businessman, and they want to ha- get together with their other, you know, friends who are of the same. And mm-hmm. then go do something like well, I, there was a movie that funny enough has um, Jeremy Piven who played Ari. Gold. Yes, I
0: was just thinking of that yeah. exact movie, and
1: it's like him and I think what uh, was it
0: called?
1: Wanna say maybe Rob Lowe was in it or something. I can't remember. Mm, I don't remember, um, but
0: it definitely have had Ari Gold in it.
1: Yeah, and they're like depressed and then yeah, they get together it was at this dark, house. And it
0: was lots of blues, mm-hmm, lots of greens. Right. Yeah. Somebody kills themselves. So, yeah, yeah.
1: And so so it's one of those, except for on the flip side of it, it's starting off as if like this guy's got this like little hot mistress of his. Yeah. And he calls you know, her
0: butt a little peach.
1: Yeah, which is weird. I He's don't know. A That's the only weird thing. I think it was like... Uh, maybe it's
0: lost in translation. Because the movie is... Um, the characters, the male characters, they speak French. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're from France or if they're Canada. Like French-Canadian, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but they're speaking <laughs> French throughout. The woman... And when they interact with the woman, Jen, um, they speak
1: English. I did feel like that That was probably one of those things. where, Like you said, lost in translation kind of thing. Or it's a European slash... Canadian yeah. Yeah. French the only I've time been, I want I
0: peach as a sexual innuendo is when Nicolas Cage is on an airplane whispering <laughs> in your ear that he can
1: eat peach for, for hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay, um, so
1: so they, they get inside,
0: it on. they they go and they have sex, and then later on in the at night, um, he comes out uh, to take a call from his wife. His wife who apparently he hasn't left because of the children the same old story we hear over and over again not personally because I'm not an idiot mm-hmm. mm, yeah no I'm not an idiot not in that regard
1: yeah and you could see the the look on the girl Jen. Jen yeah her she's just pissed like but she should I mean I I just think it's funny cuz she knows she's a mistress yeah. you're getting flown out here um, on some fancy vacation to just, you know, be this guy's to bone side chick.
0: evidence.
1: Right, yeah, side chick. Shit. So why is she all taking it personally, you know? She yeah. should just be like, oh, yeah, I get it. And guess what? You're here with me, right? So I don't know. Maybe so, she has feelings for him.
0: Well, of course she has feelings for him. That's yeah, why these things than, exist. Oh, That's just, why he cared to mention, hey, it would be easy if if uh if i didn't have the kids because then i can just leave for her for you so to speak (laughs) so anyway um the next morning uh she's up and just walking and there's a lot of butt shots like just of her butt of her in underwear or whatever of a girl
1: with no butt (laughs) It's very (laughs) ironic there you know
0: (laughs) but um, like
1: a tiny little peach what He says it's so funny, too. He's like, it's such a little
0: peach. <laughs>
1: He's like all People giddy like and everything. different things. Yeah, I know. I just, I never understood that whole, like, uh, I just don't get it. Bigger like, the better, right? <laughs> I know there's a limit. I know, but still. <laughs> <Uzzah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, so uh, the next morning, she's she's looking in the kitchen for something to eat. So she grabs an apple. Uh, She has a glass of water, she gets an apple, and then she turns. And in the window, something startles her. And she drops her apple, she drops the glass, and it shatters on the floor.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's the first little shock moment that we get. um, and
0: It is Stan, his friend that looks like a weasel, Holding a gun at yeah. the window,
1: it would be something that somebody would get like nervous. Freak but she almost out. has like a she's shocked, but not so su- entirely scared. Yeah.
0: And then into frame comes Dimitri. So there's two guys yeah. with guns that show up at the window. So she just kind of turns and goes, Richard.
1: Yeah. It was almost more like she just knew that she got caught walking around in her panties, and she wasn't expecting it. Kind of shock. Like yeah. it wasn't like she was like, so, oh my god, this guy's gonna rob me or something.
0: Come to find out, um, they are um Dimitri and Stan are Richard's friends who who go on this hunting trip with him on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. Um you know she meets them whatever she goes to change whatever and the and Richard specifically tells them you guys are here a day early. She was supposed to leave. Uh she was supposed to leave to uh tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they even mention it when they come in and they're like we're here a day early. And yeah. It's like oh yeah. And, yeah. He must not have, you know, ever told them at all that, hey, I'm going to bring a girl out here first, which I don't even see is that why that was such a big deal. I mean, sure, it crossed over. But like, you know, it is his house, isn't it? Or whatever. It's, yeah.
0: But I mean, if you it depends on who your friends are, like, would you trust just anybody
1: but to they not weren't. tell your wife? But what were they doing? They were just hunting. Well, I mean, like. It'd be different if they had like a, a gang of like strippers and hookers or whatever over there. It was I don't just know. the one girl. I like don't it, know, you know I'm not a dude. Like, they're off. I know, I'm just saying. Like, they're the two other guys didn't seem like they had anybody to, I don't know, get in trouble for or whatever. Like, anyways, whatever. They're just off hunting, I guess. Unless they're hunting something that's illegal or it's like. No,
0: so we hear things like, oh, the game master. So I don't know what it is. But anyway. Um, so four people that night just start partying. Being the only girl sometimes is really uncomfortable. So you try to break the silence, um, when you're the only girl at a party. Um, cause it I've been to some sausage fests and it's uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> um.
1: What those gay bars on Santa Monica Boulevard?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been to plenty of those, but, um, it is very uncomfortable and I, I just, I haven't experienced the want to do the things that she did, meaning dance provocatively for them yeah, and, yeah. and, and grind on stand the entire time.
1: Well, it's at first, it just seems um, well, at like first everybody's talking. Ha- well, I've been in situations where, for example, maybe I'm the f- friend or whatever, like, and somebody else is there with their girl or whatever. I feel like, you know, obviously I'm not making advances or anything in that way, you know, that are, are improper or something. But, you know, you kind of feel like, okay, I'm the fifth wheel or whatever you want to call it, right? So at first, it just seems like, all right, well, they're having a normal, you know, probably cook some food, had some drinks, you're just hanging out, whatever. Then the, he um, pulls out the peyote and the other guys see it and he's like, oh, shit, peyote. So what
0: happens is um, we find out that what jen wants the most is to move to la so that she can be noticed so she can make it right right? right. and the peyote just happens to be on the table and the guys are like what's this Mm -hmm. that's when um that's when richard takes it from them and says
1: this plus this plus guns and then tells them
0: this horrific story about how one of their friends it happened to one of their friends they and he ended up uh, cutting his entire leg off because he could not feel yeah. anything because yeah. the peyote was so
1: powerful. So he ends up giving Richard gives the peyote to Jen and says, here, go hide this for me. Almost in a way of like, up, you know, kind of boosting her up in a way like here, I'm trusting you with this. Go hide it, whatever. She's like, hell yeah. And wants it has this little locket <laughs> and decides to hide the peyote in the locket, which is a great idea. Um, But then I this is where and this is why I brought it up, too, is because I think her way of deflecting now was to turn on that music and do this provocative, sexy dance that she knew she was going to do for her man anyways. But the other two friends are there. And at that point in time in her head, that's again, all she's thinking of is like, I'm just going to do this little dance. But I don't even know if she realized how far she started taking it in that.
0: Well, it's not that she took it too far. It's that. She didn't know Stan was a creep.
1: True. Well, true. But I can
0: tell you, I have friends that when well, we would go out dancing back when I was cute. We'd go dancing all the time and we'd dance. And never once did they say, I'm going to take you home
1: or anything. Right. But just hear me out. In this particular situation, when they're already in the middle of nowhere... And if she starts doing that in front of the other guy, and then the, everybody seems to be cool about it, the other two guys in the room are gonna get the signal of like, oh, maybe she's down with this. Like,
0: I see what it's you're saying. Still something that's,
1: that's gonna cross their mind.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. That they're probably thinking, oh, well, you know.
1: Like I we myself would have thought ride. that, right? I myself mm-hmm. would have, and I'm maybe not gonna go that way, you know, down the same road, and then force it. definitely. Now, I definitely wouldn't do that. But I'm saying, like, before it, like, the point of it is, is that I would still maybe wonder, like, we get to the part where he really takes it. Because he can't, can't take no for an answer. I'm saying that I would have gotten to that point probably and said, oh, okay, I can take no for an answer. But I still probably would have thought it through up until that point. You see what I'm saying?
0: I see what you're saying. But, um, okay, I see what you're saying. It doesn't excuse it, though.
1: No, no, not at all. Okay. Because, again, because like a real man would know when to stop well, and, and take no for an answer. Yeah.
0: What we're talking about is in the very next scene, Jen wakes up and it's the morning Yeah, and Richard is gone because yeah. he went to go take the passports to the game master, which I first understood it as <laughs> I first understood it as, OK, it's whoever the ranger is in this station who uh, is aware that they're hunting game that's in season at that time. And then I started thinking about Battle Royale and then I was thinking, oh, are they like going to hunt people?
1: Hmm, I don't know. Two things though, real quick. And the
0: pest. The pest is hunting people, right?
1: Every time you say game master, for some reason, it sounds like you're saying game master to me. We're <laughs> um, uh, not
0: talking about you right <laughs> now. <laughs> <Stop> oh, <God. laughs>
1: and the second thing is, I thought that was a really weird thing for him to do. N- n- you know, like, right. I get so it. He, everybody's he- just being trusting, but you left this chick at a place. In the the middle of nowhere with two guys she doesn't know
0: and you're going to be gone all morning.
1: Yeah, it's just a little strange. And if anything, why don't you just take her with you? You wake her up you say, hey, we got to go do this. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whatever. But I mean, who knows? Whatever.
0: Or don't catch her off guard because she comes out of the bedroom and she immediately has to... Uh, be chummy with Stan, who is being super fucking creepy.
1: Yeah, super creepy. he like
0: staring at her the entire time yeah. to where she's uncomfortable and she starts playing music on her iPod or right. something
1: because Stan was basically thinking, okay, look, my turn. We're taking turns, right. And this is the that dude's passed out in the in the middle of the pool sleeping. What's his name's gone? So it's my turn, you know? Yeah.
0: So he starts hitting on her. She gets uncomfortable and she goes to her bedroom. When she goes to her bedroom, she goes she showers and she's getting dressed. She sees that he has been spying on her. Yeah. He makes his way into the room. So he push comes to shove. he rapes her. And <laughs> there's no yeah,
1: he just straight up, there's no other way of saying he it. He rapes her just and does it.
0: at this point, um the door opens and it's Dimitri and he looks at him and he tells him specifically, he says, If you want some, come in, otherwise close the door. Yeah. And Dimitri stands there for a second, chews on some chocolate covered marshmallows. Yeah. And um it this is where I there is no music really it there's no music, um, other than the music she's played on her iPod this whole time. So the the this scene is um there's this big chewing scene and sequence where it's just he's chewing on these yeah, it's things, fat, so sloppy
1: kind of like yeah, nasty, like this grotesque. Like, yeah,
0: and then he slams the door and she screams. And yeah. she's screaming and he's raping her and he's walking through the living room. Yeah, and uh, Dimitri's walking through the living room and that's when he's like, he pauses and you think, oh, he's gonna do the right thing. He's gonna go stop it. But it, all he does is turns the TV on really loud and then goes for a swim. Goes into goes for a swim into the pool where she can see him and she's pounding on the window for him to help her. But he all he does is goes for a swim.
1: Yeah. And then, yes, exactly. Um, the great use of sound right there with the television being turned on and all that. And it does show, you know, you have a moment where you're like, oh, is this guy going to be a nice guy and at least save the day? Nope, I'm going to be a dick. All. Not at all. Just pit bats what do they call it turning a blind eye
0: (laughs) he turns a blind eye um so later richard is back apparently he was gone for two hours and the guys are in the living room and stan Mm -hmm. goes up to him and tells him there's a problem with jen richard then goes to check on jen and she is she's in the fetal position in her bed traumatized
1: yeah that's some real ballsy way of richard putting it out there too because now he knows he did something fucked up he knows that what's his name richard's gonna come back mm-hmm. and he was just like yeah something's wrong with that bitch basically yeah. like
0: so he te- uh, so richard tells jen i'm gonna take care of everything i'll make this right and he leaves her in the bedroom and he goes and he starts yelling at stan
1: mm-hmm. yeah at
0: this point jen falls asleep and she wakes up to uh richard waking her up and saying hey um get ready this is what we're gonna do and this is his fucking plan i got you a job in canada not la where she wants here is the bank information i sent you a bunch of fucking money go away
1: yeah basically just uh take the money you know, and uh, send
0: the helicopter for yeah. you go away yeah and then she's like what the fuck what the fuck no i want to go home now i want to go home now I don't want to go to fucking County. I want to go home. Yeah. And then he's like not listening to her. And finally she says, call the helicopter now or I'm going to tell your wife about us. And he slaps her Mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. She takes off running into the desert.
1: Yeah. That was also a cool scene too. It's like all of a sudden you see the other two guys just kind of, like, sitting sitting in the living room. room, And through
0: the window, (laughs) they see see them (laughs) run.
1: (laughs) She's just hauling ass, and he's hauling ass right behind her. Richard is trying to catch up to her. And then they just jump up and haul ass, like, oh, shit, we got to fucking do this. And this is where it starts to get real.
0: Right, but really quick, just before I missed something, uh, when he's trying to plead for her to go along with his plan, he's telling her, this is the possibility, this is uh, your... um, possibility to change your life this is this is life-changing like there's all this money there's opportunity whatever and then this fucking prick says if you uh, he goes if you love me think about this (laughs) what the fuck
1: yeah
0: what the actual fuck
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: there's a chasing there's jen then there's richard then there's these two galoots
1: the glutes <laughs> you like that word don't you i,
0: I haven't tried it out
1: <laughs> um, um, and they're
0: running and, and jen is booking it
1: yeah booking it <laughs>
0: and she finally gets to the edge of a cliff and there's nowhere for her to go just down
1: i don't even know where th- she thought she was gonna go
0: she was just running like
1: they had a helicopter just, drop them off your where fight are you or flight <laughs>
0: kicks in at least she yeah. just wanted to get away from there
1: I understand. It's just that it was hopeless anyway. She got to the edge of a cliff. She's barefoot. She's She's in
0: underwear and a t-shirt and barefoot in the middle of the desert. No weapons, no water. Right. She gets to the cliff. She turns around and the three guys are there. Richard tells Stan, give me your phone. Pretends to call the helicopter and says, oh, they'll be here in 30 minutes. Do you
1: think he really pretended to call?
0: I don't think he actually called. He pretended to Oh, because to
1: call. he knew he was what he was yeah. about to do. Yeah, and then right. he turns
0: around, gets just close enough to Jen, and pushes her over the edge.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty extreme. That's a big... It's um, a big
0: drop, and she falls on, like, this broca, broken Joshua tree, and she's kind of, like...
1: And gets impaled. She's
0: impaled, like, and it's kind of, like, it's Christ-like, because she's, like, arms stretched out, and then she's just done
1: yeah okay. and this is where you know again if you're really critical about it you start to be like hey
0: she's dead she's
1: fucking dead how is this happening but you know so, if you just run with it and say it's a fucking entertainment it's a good movie
0: it's not um, a documentary yes yeah, the a- guys <laughs> up on top of the cliff they're like okay well here's what we're gonna do we're going to go hunting and we'll clean this up along the way
1: yeah, like we don't want to ruin our entire vacation. Like this little mini trip we have over the weekend. Let's at least get our hunting in, and we'll clean you know, this mess we'll up. We'll figure this out later.
0: So they go back to the house and they get ready for their hunting trip. Meanwhile, Jen wakes up. Um.
1: Yeah. Screaming. While still being impaled on the tree. Still on the tree. Yeah.
0: And we're talking about maybe a good four or five inches of limb is sticking in. Through her back and out through her front.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big hole. It's a deep wound she's got it's there. It's a deep wound. Yeah. And So what now, do you want to kind of explain, like, what happens with this whole, like, uh, her saving herself? and?
0: Okay, so re- she's stuck <laughs> on this tree. She can't get down. It hurts, as you can imagine, to move to try to wiggle the tree free. But what she does see is that what landed next to her are her earbuds... Her iPod and a lighter. Yeah. So she uses her earbuds to pull the lighter close to her. Sets the tree on fire at the base so that it's it's um, weakened enough so that she can fall over, and she does. Yeah. The rest of the tree it's does burn.
1: Pretty elaborate plot right there. I mean.
0: Which resourceful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's hard to believe, but you know, let's just say you know. That's how, what happened. And so she basically is able to get off this She gets stump. off this.
0: Meanwhile, so she's on the floor. Oh, before she does that, before she wakes up, there's this beautiful scene of a very close-up of the sand. And there's this ant walking. And then there's this loud crash, kind of like a gunshot. And it's just a drop of blood that exploded on the floor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it's just, it's a really good scene. It's the sound is perfect. The colors are vibrant. That ant is so real. It's
1: poof, poof, poof. Yeah.
0: And it's blood landing on her.
1: Yeah, you know they used the ant, a close up of an ant earlier with the apple, and the, obviously there's like a lot of apples with the bite mark in them being used. You said it was probably to show the. It's the of same time. apple
0: because it's the apple that she dropped on the floor. Right. When when Stan showed up. And I thought it was just being used as a passage of time. It's mm-hmm. like, look, the apple hasn't even gotten super gross yet. And all of this shit's happening.
1: Gotcha. That's yeah. how
0: I that's how I. Interpret. Yeah,
1: I mean, it makes sense. Who knows if there was some other underlying meaning to the apple. But it makes sense to me. But I did notice that they showed that special ant too. And I don't know what the ant um, correlates to. But they did show the ant crawling on the, the apple. Um, so maybe that's it. Aunt that you know is indigenous to that area. I don't. I don't even know where it is. I so know, it was filmed in Morocco. Uh huh.
0: But the pilot spoke French. Uh huh. The guys speak French. Right. They they're they're mentioned not even Canada, Europe, United
1: States, probably. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't um, matter.
0: But Jen is obviously American. Right. Well, her accent anyway. Okay. So yes, she gets down from the tree at the same time. The guys are Stan in a Range Rover, Richard on a motorcycle on a dirt bike and um, Dimitri on an ATV. Yeah. And they are rushing towards the cliff so that they can, you know, clean up the mess. And and she hears them cause it's a loud noise. It's a quiet desert. She hears cars coming. So she like tries to scooch her way out of their view. Just as they peer over the side, she gets to the wall of the, of the, um, of the cliff on the, on the cliff side and hides. And they're like, Fuck.
1: yeah yeah so they can't believe she's not there and yeah she <laughs> like barely just yeah. made i mean yeah. again like this is like really pushing the envelope on how much is believable or not but you know it's fun
0: so but it's it's super deep like it's cavernous and it's it's just super like isolated desert so they ha- they're trying, like, oh, shit, we got to go investigate because they see the burnt-up tree. They mm-hmm. see ashes everywhere. Yeah. So they have to, like, go all the way around to get back down. They have to, like, drive for a while. Because imagine, so it would have been the afternoon when all of this happened. And by the time they, they got their hunting gear and came back, by the time they get down to where the tree was that she was impaled on, it's
1: darker. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so... <clears throat> They're so, blown away that she's not there. Yeah, they but can't they am- do
0: find a trail of blood,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so they follow the trail of blood, yeah. and she is losing a lot of blood. Right. But that's okay. We're girls, and we're used to losing <laughs> a lot of blood. <laughs>
1: that's good. Um, so basically in a nutshell they're trying to say look we got to get rid of her body or get to kill her now or whatever we need to do to really wrap this thing up and then we can get back to our regular lives. Yeah. Uh, she's over there just trying to survive. Does she still have this this yes. stump inside of her at this point? In time? Yes,
0: because she didn't take it out. All she did was get off of the tree. So it's like you know when you get impaled you're not supposed to take the thing out.
1: Yeah, right. So that's not yeah. like an open wound.
0: Yeah. So um, which is important because the trail of blood leads all the way to this river. It mean, it's nighttime by this. It's super dark. The only light is the headlights from the Range Rover. Mm-hmm. That's when they split up. Stan stays in the car. Dimitri goes that away and Richard goes that away yeah. and they go and they search for her. When we finally see Jen, uh, she's like she's like walking along the like, not along the river, like in the river, which is super smart. Although I was also like, oh my god, all the bacteria in that wound. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, but she's uh, she's she's rushing, rushing. She hears the car come, she sees the lights coming around the bend, and she like just holds her breath and goes underwater. And meanwhile, the ATV, it's the ATV, it's Dimitri. He drives past and, and keeps going. He doesn't see her. By the time she makes it back to land, she gets she gets up for a little bit. And she sees the lights and she hides behind this rock. And she sees that it's Dimitri and he's like taking a piss. His back just towards her. Right. He's, she sees the gun on the on, on a stone. And so she creeps up behind him and she makes a noise. These guys are hunters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. She makes a very slight noise and Dimitri turns around. She pulls the gun on him. Click. No bullets.
1: Yeah. I was. Yeah. He was playing a big trick. He's like, I knew you think I would be that stupid to leave my gun, you know, blah blah blah, whatever.
0: I don't think he was playing a trick. I think maybe he was peeing, because he what he said was, because how would he have seen her, right? What I'm saying is, I what he said was, do you think I'm stupid enough to leave my gun loaded for anybody to just pick up?
1: Yeah, but he did though, and that's why I'm saying he, it wasn't loaded. Oh. Yeah, you're right. I guess I I interpreted it as, like, I purposely didn't load it because I knew you were going to pick it up.
0: Right, because then was he going to just sit there pretending to pee for hours until she walked by?
1: I don't know. It's just that was what I was thinking of. You know, it was sort of like a high-tension thing where, like, they pre-planned and knew that they were going to pick something up to go follow this person's person. Kind
0: of yeah, but with high-tension, it was different because it was her psyche.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so... They get into a fight. Mm -hmm. They get into a fight. Um, And he holds her down. He radios the guys. I got her. I'll take care of her and meet you at the Jeep.
1: Yeah. So they're all happy because they're like, okay, good. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. Let's get back to business. Clever.
0: Right so the, because this whole time Stan's just been sitting in the Range Rover. Mm-hmm. In fact, he put on he put on the car, put on the heater because it the desert's get really cold. And it, it, there is a there's a comedic moment in there where he first starts the Range Rover and he sits down and then the seatbelt beep goes on beep beep and finally he's has to just ah and has to put the seatbelt on. And like, okay, this fucking rapist guy is sitting there in the car, but he has to wear his seatbelt <laughs> right. in the middle of the desert, right? Um, anyway, so when, when he hears the radio, um, when he hears a call come over the radio, he's like, oh, relieved. And he gets her fucking iPad and starts playing her music. It's like, wow, what a dick.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Fucking weirdo.
0: Meanwhile, Dimitri is like, ways deep in the water with Jen and is drowning her. And picking her head back up and drowning her and picking her head back up out of the water. And during one of the times that he p- pulls her head out of the water, she grabs surprising. a knife from his belt. Mm-hmm. She goes back in the water. He pulls her back up. She stabs him in one eye, stabs him in the other eye.
1: Yeah. It gets and, stuck there the second and, time, And right? gets stuck. Yeah.
0: And he's killed the fuck up.
1: Yeah. Well, he doesn't die instantly. He's uh, in pain. And He's struggling and screaming. And then she even rips the knife back out of his eye socket. Ugh, it's and gross. then he ends up, you know, drowning under the water or whatever. Brutal murder scene.
0: Yeah, that um, one was really gross because you can see, you see like the the eyes like start to get like gross. It's like, like the meat of his face was starting to become ground yeah, beef. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know what that is um right so she takes his atv goes until it runs out of gas yeah and then she does something that i feel is like oh that's brave as fuck she gets off she takes you know the equipment that was on on the atv and she walks into the darkness in the (laughs) middle of the desert right which apparently there's wild animals other than coyotes because what else would they be hunting? I don't know, right? It's not desert bears, do they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you need to talk to Deutsch right? He knows all about bears.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What would they be hunting? I mean, it was like coyotes? very flat land, you know? Um, That's why I'm telling you.
0: It was like the pest. They were hunting John Leguizamos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't remember that movie that well, so... What? No, Do you remember
0: know. that? They're, like, hunting people? I
1: don't even know if I've ever seen that movie. Wasn't The Pest a cartoon?
0: No, you're thinking about
1: The Tick. The Tick, yeah. Then guess what? I don't even know what...
0: John Leguizamo? I mean, he I know Stinky, is. dinky. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Get I, stupid, uh, get retarded. <laughs> get this party started.
1: I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Really? Never.
0: Oh, you gotta watch that next.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: All right. So she walks into the darkness, which... Mm-hmm would be scary as shit.
1: For real. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: But then in the moonlight, she finds a cave and she decides to make that cave her space.
1: Which is even more scary as shit, too, because you don't even know if that cave is already another animal's Yeah, what if there are desert or, bears? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> I get it. You're being hunted out there in the open, but then being in the cave. Yeah, you you know, but you don't know. I don't know. Whatever. So anyways, to, to, this is where we're going to get into this awesome uh, hallucination sequence. Right. And her... So
0: she builds a fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I don't know about you, but I'm super into man versus wild.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I mean, I have fire starter flints in my house. Okay. I have gas and a stove, but whatever. Anyway. I have those just in case of an emergency. I'm well prepared for this apocalypse. And so she starts a fire and Bear Grylls always says the first thing you want to do is start a fire. Because, yes, it gives you light. It gives you warmth. But it more importantly, it builds morale.
1: Oh, it builds morale. Hmm. I was thinking you were going to say, well, it's going to keep like some of the animals away because animals are afraid of fire naturally for the most part.
0: Not unless you're King Louie.
1: Was this a Jungle Book reference?
0: He was the king of the swingers, a jungle VIP. He'd <laughs> reached the top and had to stop. And that was bothering
1: heat. I want to be like... He wants me, to be
0: me, a man, me. man cub.
1: <laughs> what, man cub?
0: And roll right into town. Oh, huh. And be just like the other men. I'm tired of monkeying around. Oh, oopie doo. <laughs> I want to be like you. Ooh, yeah, ooh. you
1: lost me. I'm. I'm...
0: more of an aladdin guy
1: no not (laughs) not not, not any disney guy i'm just Mm. i I know all that because i had sisters growing up and you know who isn't forced to watch some sort of disney movie but
0: i mean my i'm so my sister's 11 years younger than me and we watched spice world like probably 25 times
1: what's spice world
0: it's the movie about the Spice Girls.
1: That's what I thought if you would have given me a more... Uh, it's a
0: movie about cooking. <laughs>
1: well, in my head I was like, is this some sort of Spice Girls thing? But, yes, yeah. it is. Okay. <laughs> Spice Girls. Spice World. I missed that one. I'm not going to catch up on that.
0: You are because it has a great soundtrack. You know what has a really great soundtrack? It's very, very underrated. The Wedding Singer.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It's them.
0: all eighties pop. It's um yeah. has Bowie. It has Billy. I- Billy Idol was even in the movie. Mm. No, I I,
1: I did see Wedding Singer. I kind of remember it, but I'm not. I don't remember Billy Idol. What did he do in the movie?
0: He was in the airplane. He well, oh, okay. it was a cameo. He was Billy Idol. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I just the, he the, the, helped
0: Adam Sandler propose to Drew Barrymore on the airplane.
1: Gotcha. The only thing I can remember from that movie at this point in time without re-watching it again is when he gets all, like, loud because he's got the microphone. He's like, well, I've got the microphone, so shut up. Or something, like, annoying like that. I
0: wonder if he was singing at a wedding at that
1: point. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't I don't remember that movie. Where were are we? <laughs> well, so look, Jade is sitting she's, by the fire. Yeah. And she
0: goes to the backpack where that she took from... Dimitri, and there's supplies, there's flashlight, there's bullets, there's whatever, because she also took his gun, she took his utility belt, she took his backpack, and so what she does is she finds a beer, and this beer is very symbolic, (sighs) this beer is a Mexican beer, and it's called the Phoenix, because this bitch is about to rise from the ashes, let me tell you what she does, after she you know, rifles through everything and and then sees what's there. She remi- she remembers, I have peyote.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And that is why it was important that before, during the party, Richard said, our friend sawed off his entire leg without feeling anything because he took peyote. Yeah. No weapons and peyote. And so that's when she's, like, thinking, oh, by the way, after the cliff, she does not speak for the entire movie.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: By the entire rest of the movie. So, um, what she does is this: she takes the peyote. As soon as it starts to take effect, you see her get that beer. She had drank most of it, so she spilled the rest out. She cut the beer open and laid out flat the aluminum of the beer. Okay. Right. She then put a knife. No, and the, then she cut, got the knife because initially, before she, did, she, before she took the pipe, the peyote, she was t- she tried to get her shirt off from on top of where the wound is in front of her, but it would hurt too much. Yeah. So what she did after the peyote took effect, she took the long knife, we're talking a hunter's knife, and she finished cutting around where the wound is so that there was enough space to pull that rest of that tree limb out from inside of her. And as soon as she does that, Blood starts gushing out. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so yeah, so oh God, it's so gross. Yeah. Oh, my God. So <laughs> gross. So gross. Parts in this movie. And so then she gets the knife and kind of pirate ship flags it.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> she flattens out the can, kind of sticks it to two little slits or whatever.
0: Yeah. And then and... puts it on the fire. Mm-hmm. And then cauterizes her yeah, wounds her... front and back. Yeah. And passes out.
1: Right. Yeah. And I guess because of that process, this little phoenix on the can is going to get, like, branded into her uh, t- stomach like a new little stomach tattoo.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, I mean, yeah, you could have a worse colonization wound. I
1: don't know It could know be
0: the if, Coors logo. Oh,
1: right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if taking peyote right before is the smartest thing to do. Because
0: she really could have fucked it up?
1: Well, first of all so this is the thing peyote is a hallucinogen it's not so much that it's numbing you out but i mean sure the guy who she's uh, hearing the story of who saw it his own leg off may have done it but when people saw their own leg off from hallucinating it's not so much that they, well i guess they're not feeling it in their head mentally but it's not like uh taking away the pain
0: so culturally <laughs> culturally my people have used peyote for medicinal purposes mm-hmm. anyway yeah it does numb you it does, um, it is specifically used for healing practices for as a cure, and it helps uh, cut back the amount of time it takes to heal
1: something. Well, I, f- I mean, I just feel like that you would be so distracted by the brain taking but over that you... it might actually make it worse when you're hallucinating.
0: Absolutely. You know? Like her boyfriend's friend did when he sawed his whole leg off right yeah but and taken in small amounts like anything like you remember when i took an edible and i like projectile <laughs> vomited like i was in the exorcist yeah well that's because i took the whole thing
1: it's still like a tiny little dose but uh,
0: it's all relative <laughs> you do nothing but drugs so it's definitely going to take a lot more for you than it would for me i don't do anything so except for wine and you know jack she only took a little bit because she first put some in her mouth and spit it out and then ended up putting just a little itty bitty bit yeah um because she maybe instinctively maybe thought it through whatever but she wanted to only um only wanted to numb the pain
1: sure sure so anyways uh she she goes through this massive trip though as well like when she falls asleep doesn't she
0: well, the next morning, uh, yes, 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 definitely. So when she does, when when they do show her waking up again, um, she does like this groundhog. They kind of repeat waking up where she wakes up, she gets her stuff, she heads out of the cave, and there's Richard shotgun to the face and shoots her in the head. Right, yeah. So important, important. The next morning before all of that, we don't know that it's a hallucination because next morning a Richard has thrown a coyote um, carcass on the windshield of the Range Rover where Stan is sleeping. Because of this scene, the next scene will make sense, the part of her hallucinations, right? It's the next morning, the guys are happy because they're just waiting on Dimitri. Uh, Richard said that, you know, he hunted to have some fun since the problem was taken care of. And that Dimitri must have done the same because Dimitri's is not back yet. Right. Um, it's morning. It's morning. It's daylight. It's hot. Um, at this point, Stan gets out and goes and takes a piss. And this is how much of a piece of shit person he is. He is taking a piss into the desert sand, but sees a spider and decides to drown the spider with his urine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a little fucked up.
0: A little fucked up? Uh, <laughs> I mean... Imagine going on your morning constitutional and somebody just peeing you to death.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. But, you know, when you're outdoors and you <laughs> you have a penis and you see things, sometimes just, you just pee. Have you done a, this? I feel like I probably pissed on an anthill or some sort of like some sort of an insect or something or other at some point in time in my life. Like. I can't say I haven't.
0: I can say I haven't.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're a girl, and you, yeah, squat down to pee and all that. So Have you, you not be,
0: heard of the go girl? Uh, well,
1: oh, the little thing. Yeah, I've seen it in my. It pops up in my Instagram feed. On why does little, it pop
0: up on your? Instagram? You know
1: those weird little ads, or is it Facebook? Or what I don't know. You know, you get these little wish oh. ads or whatever. <laughs> so, no, I was gonna say,
0: you know, that's based on <laughs> I, yeah. a lot of factors.
1: I don't know why it shows up, but. Uh, anyways um i don't know like i've been like i can remember being like when i was young in florida i'd be outside or something like that and all of a sudden you got to take a piss maybe you were playing a sport maybe you were working in the yard maybe you were um smoking weed in a, in, in a park somewhere or whatever all of a sudden you got to take a piss real bad and you're but gonna you can't piss do outside. it until you find a spider on no but if you're sitting outside and you're pissing against the wall and there's like some a line of ants or something like that you might just go woo and just spray him and piss him.
0: Woo-hoo. him. <laughs> I've never been so glad I'm not a guy. Jeez.
1: So I can just say that it's not it doesn't seem like that. I mean, the fact is he raped this girl. Okay. That is a bad thing he's I might have pissed on a spider or two, but I don't think that that's that bad. But sure, you so he's I mean, a garbage human being. He's a garbage person.
0: <laughs> so after he pisses the, the spider to death. Um, he goes into the water and starts washing himself and just rinsing himself off. And suddenly, out pops Dimitri. His body has surfaced because it's now bloated. It's full of all the the natural gases that one has in our bodies that starts to... Um, emit from once we die, and it just floats him up to the surface, and he is disgusting.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's pretty fucked. He's up. so
0: fucking gross.
1: Yeah, obviously like now he's all
0: puffy, like duck right, lips and everything.
1: Right. So what's the Sam? Is that his name? Stan. Stan. Yeah, Stan. So Stan is now aware that
0: now, now they're like, fuck this fucking, shit. Yeah. Um, fuck this shit, and I found okay, so fuck this shit anyway. He gets pissed off. Um, they end up pulling him out of the river, weighing his body down with rocks and throwing him back in the water. And then they go and they go try to go find Jen. Now they're driving through the desert. And then that's when Jen wakes up and has her first hallucination. So when he, so when she wakes up and she runs and starts to leave the cave and Richard is standing there with a gun to her face, you're thinking, oh shit, he found her. Because you know that they're looking for her Right, again, right, right, yeah, yeah. So, but it, it's a hallucination. She wakes up screaming, and she starts running out of the cave. She gets shot in the head again, wakes up screaming, and that happens a few times. Right. I wonder if it was three times, because would that be like that Christ thing about um, I don't know. days in a <laughs> cave or something? No, I, Did Christ go to a cave?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of the story. Right before Easter or something, there's a cave, and they were, I don't know. There's I, a rock over a it A rock something. over the door. But that's
0: a thing, right? That's his resurrection, right?
1: Right, yeah. So this like is her
0: that. resurrection. I guess so. She like a phoenix, rises from the ashes, like she did from the tree, mm-hmm. yeah. and then now she's resurrected.
1: Yeah, I did like the tripping scenes because I thought that they did get it down pretty well. They,
0: yeah, so during that sequence, there's also like tripping out scenes, kind of like fear and loathing.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. I did a good job on that. That was cool.
0: I I can't relate. Um, Sorry.
1: But I do feel like that again. Like it's so it would be so hard to pull it together with all of that going on. Like, um, but hey, this is a entertainment. So, you know, it's all fun and games here. It's not meant to be taken literally.
0: So the guys find the ATV. Um, Dimitri's nowhere to be found. Jen's nowhere to be found. And they're like, we should split up, uh-huh. idiots, right? Oh, uh, it was interesting, because at some point, Stan yeah. tells Richard, if only you hadn't pushed her off the cliff.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Right? He's like, if I if only you wouldn't have raped her in the first place. It's like...
0: When, whose idea it was to split up, it was Richard's. And so, I don't know. He, just, he was just has a really short temper. He's like, obviously, some kind of CEO of something. Sure. So they split up. At this point, um, Jen is actually looking out through the binoculars. And she sees that the house is over yonder. But then she sees a reflection. And that's the mirror. Because Richard's holding... Uh, once they split up, Richard's holding a mirror uh, to his face. Because Stan is holding the mirror to his face. Because Richard had punched him in the nose and broke his mm-hmm. nose. Anyway. So she's like, oh shit, I see him. I can track him. Reminder, she's armed. You see her following his car like of course around the bend they're going up a trail into the mountain it looks like he's also heading to the house and and so it's kind of convenient for her at some point he's he's driving the range Rover and it runs out of gas yeah and it's okay because he has gas in the trunk so he's putting gas in the trunk uh, Jen is around the corner with rocks and goes and and she goes and she goes to shoot him now here's my problem don't shoot him when he's putting gas in your vehicle. Shoot him when he's done putting gas in the vehicle, right?
1: So that way you don't have to do it. That
0: way you don't have to put gas in there. And what she could have done is taken the car, looked at the map, and figured out how to get out of there. But what she does instead is he's putting gas. She shoots him. She goes to shoot him in the head, but because she didn't expect that much kickback, she ends up shooting him on the shoulder. And so she takes a shot, and it sends her flying back to the ground and he is screaming like a little bitch no he can dish it but he can't take it
1: he definitely can't take it
0: a chase ensues she goes um over to where the car is she can't find him there but she does see what does she see a trail of blood she just like right but they were Mm -hmm. looking for her she finds a trail of blood and she goes and she goes she goes richard we i mean richard stan we see him running um continuing down the trail up the mountain And he turns and sees that there's a trail of blood. And he's like, fuck, takes off his right shoe. He takes off his right sock, gets his sock, creates a tourniquet over the wound, ties it really tight. No more blood trail. Mm,
1: Yeah, that's pretty smart. But again, they are hunters or whatever, so they know what to do um, in these crazy times. I'm just waiting for her to finally get this fucking motherfucker. Well, this is what happens.
0: She runs past him because he's up hiding behind some rocks. Mm-hmm. So then he's behind her, right?
1: Right. right. So this
0: whole time she, so now he's chasing her, but she doesn't know it. Next thing you know, he shoots her, and shoots her in the ear, and her ear, part of her ear with the earring, flies, and lands on the ground. Yeah. And she just hears ringing, and you can hear um. You can hear um, him shouting at her but you can't hear him say anything because everything is muted because yes, it's right. ringing in her ear. Anyway, now she's running because she's like, oh my god, this guy's gonna kill me um, and she's running she knows that he has no shoe on so she takes the, the, as she's running she takes the flashlight out of her um, out of the utility belt and smashes it against the rock so there's shards of glass on the floor right She continues running. Yeah. Rich, she becomes
1: uh, really like, I don't know, like skillful at all this. Like it's she starts to be able to think things through. She's no yeah, longer
0: in I mean, this, I wanna be in LA and I wanna be recognized, I right, wanna be she's, acknowledged. She's like survival.
1: Right, real I know exactly. That's what I mean. Like it's a big change that's happened to her. Um in I don't know. A very know, short like, amount ma- of time. Yeah. Like I don't know what her history and her background was. Like maybe did she have somebody in her family that taught her how to hunt or shoot a gun or whatever because we don't know. You'd think that a lot of the stuff that she is doing like it's just too much for you know kind of a ditzy blonde you know Barbie doll girl I guess
0: right but maybe she's trying to just initially maybe she was just trying to be what she thinks people want her to be versus who she actually was mm-hmm. I know that I I might not come across somebody who knows how to hunt but I know how to hunt. So, of course, he runs and he steps on the glass. But he's running so fast that he doesn't notice. And this is glass. It, like, slices his, like, the entire length of his foot. And it's so disgusting. And it's gushing out blood. It's so gross. And he has no choice but to sit there and dig the shard of glass out from inside. And it's not like it's little bits of glass. There's big chunks of glass. And so he had to dig, like, I want to say maybe, like, a quarter inch into his Mm -hmm. foot. Yeah. to pull this glass out and the whole time i'm like i'm not gonna watch it i don't want to watch this and you weren't watching it with me so i i was like i couldn't be like tell me when it's over i had to be like peek and i was like no it's still gross yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: i mean they did a good job on this part say they did the a good movie, job of you know, the gory scenes yeah. yeah i mean i overall you know th- i think that that's where some of this you know the the art- artistry was good you know the cutlers the way they did film and shoot some of the scenes um i think you know like this it's sort of like this girl gets everything thrown at her and it's a typical it's almost like uh I, well, I, I did also hear something about how she referenced you know kill bill and and stuff like that whatever um the director did as far as like while making it and as as like um uh influence or whatever and so I'm just saying, like, yeah, they're throwing everything. This poor little girl really doesn't seem like she'd have much of a chance to survive. But she's fucking going at it and just per- persevering one way or another. Um, so now she's getting closer and closer to getting a revenge on Dan. Right. Yeah.
0: So but what he actually does is he runs back to the car after he takes the mm-hmm. shattered glass out. Yeah. And he runs back to the car, starts the car, or tries to start the car. Because he has to press down on the brake to push the button to start. And every time he presses down, more blood comes gushing yeah, yeah. out of yeah. his foot. Oh my gosh. Now, here's the thing. I have an uncle. Well, so my aunt married this guy who had to drive in, in Las Vegas, right? Um and he was he worked at the prison, which is an hour outside of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he had to drive through the desert and there were like wild donkeys everywhere.
1: Wild donkeys? Wild
0: donkeys, yeah. But one of them went into the road and my uncle hit it and he could have been dead. But in reality, he, you know, he survived, thankfully, right? But killed the fuck out of this. Wait, this is the wrong story. Anyway,
1: he was (laughs) ice skating (laughs)
0: another time. Same uncle. He was ice skating and shattered his leg, right? His right leg. So this whole time he learned to drive using his left foot. Mm -hmm. And that's not even like... Oh my God, this mastery of this great skill. It's just use your other fucking leg. I do that all the time whenever I'm trying to take my shoes off while driving. So no, he wanted to use the foot where there's all that blood gushing out of it and causing him pain. Mm -hmm. People are weird. Anyway, he continues the chase. So he's chasing after her. Now she's running, chasing after her. And finally, she gets to a point where she's like, I'm done running. She turns around and she holds the gun steady, and she waits for him to come driving around the bend. And she shoots mm-hmm. once, misses. Shoots another time, misses. Shoots him right in the head. The car comes to a stop. She goes, she opens the door, kicks him out, and heads to the house.
1: Do you think she got her revenge in a very, like, uh, rewarding way?
0: Um, I think he suffered. Do you think I th- so? I think, I think he think. I did. mean, with
1: the feet and the cutting, that part yeah
0: because he was shot once got the foot caught up got shot again um i think he at least suffered a little bit um but because she's gotta live with
1: her suffering
0: right she does but ultimately the bad guy is richard he's the one that didn't give a shit whether she was raped or not he's the one that left her there he's the one that pushed her off the cliff
1: sure absolutely right yeah.
0: that's the delicious revenge
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah right speaking of which richard has been riding his bike all night to get to the house. And he finally gets there in the morning and immediately jumps into the pool. After going into the pool with full-on leather racing suit, he goes back into the house and just lays on this white couch. And you're like, "Yeah, oh, you're so fucking dirty. What are you doing? <laughs> he calls for a helicopter and says, hey, by the way, plans have changed. Work has changed. The guys, I took him to the airport this morning, can you come and get me? Mm-hmm. Like The helicopter pilot said, I'll be there in 30 minutes. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's driving distance. The airport is driving distance. That means she could have been able to drive to the airport. It would have been on any of the maps that are inside that car.
1: But did the helicopter drop them off at an airport or did and then they came by car? Is that what happened? I thought it was like the helicopter dropped them off there.
0: When the guys first got there, yeah. they didn't come by helicopter because the helicopter was being put. Uh, repaired. Oh, right. That's they why drove the Range Rover's are. They drove there.
1: Right. Right? Yeah.
0: Because otherwise, it's just an ATV and a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. So, he goes and takes a shower. He yeah. takes his gun with him. He's naked. Uh, lots of butts in this movie. Lots and lots of butts.
1: Yeah. He's, he, he thinks she's dead now, right?
0: Well, he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know on, what's going on. But he knows he needs to get the fuck out of there. 30 minutes is enough time for him to keep his head on a swivel and get the fuck out of there. Right. right? Um, If she's not dead, she doesn't know how to get out. Right. So he tells them a bullshit story about the guy's already left because he's also left them for dead, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So he goes and he takes a shower and then he hears a noise. And he immediately turns and then searches the entire house, balls out, just um, naked, walking around the house, looking for whoever was there. He doesn't find anything. He goes and he sits on the couch and turns the TV on on accident with the remote. And we hear this infomercial for the rest of the movie. He looks up. And just like Stan was standing there when he first saw Jen and scared her.
1: Jen is all. standing
0: there with a gun aimed right at yeah. Richard.
1: How the tables have turned.
0: Oh, how the turns have tabled. Yes. Yeah. The infomercial, however, it's it's called Me Scusa, which is like saying, I'm sorry in Italian or something. But it's my S C USA. It's like the website. Oh, it's right. Like My SCUSA. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, anyway, so that's like, it's just a funny tidbit that they threw in there. But he's like, oh, he's like trying to talk to her. And then um, it kind of like tries to sweet talk her, but she like, boom, shoots him. Shoots him right in the rib, right? Oh, Adam's rib, right? Gave it to Eve. Isn't that a thing?
1: I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't know anything about ribs. And Adam
0: and Eve. Eve was made of one of Adam's ribs. I
1: don't know. That's not some story I have I any knowledge of. I my baby on.
0: back, baby back, baby back, baby back.
1: Um, but it's interesting that you caught on to that.
0: Yeah, late. Yeah. Anyway, so here's the final scene.
1: Yeah, the tell me about it. I love all your details. Full blood
0: and guts and disgustiness, And so they're in the house, and the house has this U-shaped hallway that goes from the living room while well, the bedrooms are back to the living room, right? Sure. And Richard has got himself and is running through the... Not running through, he's shot, but like making his way through the hallway. And she is going in after him. And she gets to the opening end again to where the horseshoe hallway ends back into the hallway. I mean, into the living room. Right. And she's like hesitant. She's like, I don't know if I should go forward. Be, um, You know, because obviously he could be there. But we see, she doesn't see, but we see that the end of her gun ends at the wall and the beginning of his gun ends at the perpendicular wall. Mm -hmm. Meaning he is exactly doing that. He is standing there waiting for her ass. And she's about to take a step forward, but she sees the pool of blood start coming in from the side or like around the corner Mm -hmm. from the wall. And she's like, fuck this dick. And she starts running and goes around. And so they're doing and uh, so he also thinks Well, she's not coming. Let me go find her. And so doing this chase around and around. And then at some point, it reverses and goes around and around. At one point, um, Richard grabs Saran Wrap and Saran Wraps his wound.
1: Very similar
0: to how Jen now has to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So they're doing this running and running and running blood everywhere. This entire white home, like white pillows, white couches, white everything. White home just covered in red. Yeah. Covered in red. You know, when she first shot him, there was a shootout. So there's bullet holes everywhere.
1: I know. It was great um, imagery again. Like, just the contrast with the white and the red. And, the, you know, the director knew how to use the colors. And yeah. well, I don't know if it was so much them or the director of photography or whatever. But the point of it is, whoever put this movie together, there's the, they did some homework.
0: Yeah, definitely. They definitely did their homework. In fact, you know how there's that Indian painting behind the couch?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: Um. that is DT she's the Hindu goddess of vengeance oh really vengeance and revenge or something like that hmm. maybe I'll do a um. what's it called ice cream sundae on that
1: yeah yeah now that we're set up we gotta we can
0: Uh. so anyway there's this whole chase scene and finally she's running through the hallway and she fucking slips fucking on all slips. the blood yeah and she loses her gun she goes flailing and she turns around and it's him and he butts her in the head with the gun And she's all disoriented and discombobulated. And he holds her neck up by the neck against the wall. And he's berating her. And she sticks her fingers in his wounds. And sends him, like, just, gross. And then, finally, she is able to get her gun. And she shoots him. And she kills him the fuck up.
1: Yes. I mean, it was definitely, I feel like, um a rewarding at that point in time. Like we feel delicious. like we got some revenge out of it yes. too.
0: And she makes her way out to the infinity pool. She sees the helicopter coming. Yeah. The end of the movie.
1: Yeah. So did you <sighs> like it?
0: I fucking love this movie. So yeah, there was gore and there was blood and there were guts and there was beautiful things like every horror movie has that is delicious. However, it also had beautiful scenery, it had beautiful colors, beautiful imagery. Um, it was really well done. In fact, what I loved the most, it was visually stunning, but what I loved the most was the use of sound and absence of
1: sound. Mm-hmm.
0: It was brilliant.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that they did some, uh, some things really right. Um, the other parts of it, um, you know, again, it was a little hard. There's a lot of unbelievable parts in it too. Well, of course. So you just have to look at it like, I don't know. I was thinking about the movie Crank. Crank is a very funny movie, but it's super unrealistic and unbelievable. This wasn't exactly like that. It was a little bit more realistic, but still, you know, I I don't know. Um, It
0: reminded me a little... bit. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's um, probably... I don't know if people are saying this, but for me, initially, it reminded me of I Spit on Your Grave.
1: Mm -hmm. But then
0: after that, it it reminded me of Mandy. Mm -hmm. Because it's a revenge film. It's full of blood. But there are moments in which it is super like just out of nowhere just becomes funny and stupid
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so
0: it was real, and, I, and i love mandy yeah. mandy's a great movie
1: that was yeah. so, so the thing is i don't know like i mean this was a good movie i don't know if i would really like jump to watch it again i mean it wasn't bad but you yeah i
0: definitely i'm not gonna buy it yeah you know but um it, it was really good i highly recommend people watch that it was it was fun
1: yeah, I definitely think that there's... Um, it was
0: well done. I really um, just enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't like too campy or anything like that. It was just, like just... Right.
0: I uh, watched it twice. Yeah. The The first impact of the movie, it's just just so much fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it, unfortunately, a little bit before the quarantine. So uh, it's been a little while it's since not fresh I've actually in your mind. seen it. It's not fresh in my mind. And I've had a gazillion other things going on with us just trying to save the day with this uh you know staying alive right now so yeah but it was a good movie i'd recommend people to go see it just for the visuals and the way it was put together again i'm not a film student but i do feel like that there's probably more that people oh from definitely that world probably stuff we missed. would appreciate you know yeah um so yeah i'd say it gets a thumbs up in my book and go watch the movie
0: well, that's it for us today. Thank you yeah. so much for stopping by. It's good to be back.
1: Yeah, it's great to be back. I know, you know, it did feel like we might have <laughs> disappeared for a little bit. But we were just getting we, our shit together because, yeah.
0: fuck, man, this we, has been fucked up. We're not planning I was, on going
1: anywhere. I was doing so right well here. and
0: suddenly <laughs> I got the boot. Like, life just does that sometimes. but. You re-emerge from the ashes and then you slaughter your enemies.
1: <laughs> nice. I like the way you put that. <laughs> cool.
0: All right. Cool. Well, um, again, check out our website where you can contact us. You can um, look at the, what movies we have done, what movies we're going to do. You can also uh, follow us on uh, social media. We are... Uh, ice cream parlor podcast on most things uh we'll have all this information on our show notes all the
1: handles will be on the bottom we would really like for you guys to rate and subscribe um tell a friend um we, we you know we've got these video episodes up now the audio episodes are still um there everywhere
0: you listen to podcasts yeah
1: and um we really appreciate that you know you guys have been uh you know,
0: checking back in, checking
1: back in with us, and so make sure that we're still okay. And it uh, feels good. You know, we yeah. Hope thank to bring you for the wonderful cool things content. you
0: guys send. It's absolutely <laughs> awesome. It feels really good to, and we feel really loved. Yeah. All right. All right. So thanks again, and we will see you soon. Take it easy. Take it squeezy.
1: Take it squeezy.
0: Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.